On this episode of Reliterated, Simon Belmont, sworn enemy of Dracula and the hero of Castlevania, that's Castlevania the place, not Castlevania the video game, is a man on a mission. His goal is to reunite the scattered body parts of his vanquished foe and beat him up all over again because he apparently didn't do a good enough job and now the land of Castlevania is cursed. Oops. He decides his best bet for success in this endeavor is to recruit a totally radical, junk-food-eating, wisecracking kid from Earth in the 1990s who's conquered Castlevania, the video game, not the place, almost 20 times to tag along on the expedition. And when a problem comes along, they just whip it. Matty Ice and Marky Mark join us on another podcast crossover episode to discuss Worlds of Power, Castlevania II, Simon's Quest, on Reliterated, the podcast that's a miserable little pile of secrets. Welcome to Reliterated, the lowbrow book club of grown-ass adults reading the children's books popular in the 1990s, but with 2020s hindsight. Fair warning, we use language too mature for kids, analysis too immature for literary scholars, and ignorance too profound to be inoffensive to everyone. We also talk about our books in depth, and that includes spoilers, so before you listen, if you're not familiar with the story, prepare to be spoiled. I'm Andy. I'm Harold. And I'm Josh. And it is a horrible night to have a curse, but it's a wonderful night to have some guests. So here again to help us cover our second episode from the Worlds of Power series of books, it is Matt and Mark from the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. What's up, fellas? How's it going, everybody? It is so nice to be here, and it's nice to be back for the second episode of this little series that we're doing. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you, Andy, for having us here at your welcoming, beautiful studio. We are back here, reliterated. We miss you guys. Josh, it's always great to see you. Harold, amazing. God, you guys are so great, and I, uh, I'm so happy to be here. And it's all in person, too, so we get to we get to talk about this just absolutely amazing book mm-hmm. together. Yeah, the yes. last one. See, yeah, last one we did uh, the Metal Gear, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I wasn't really a big fan of that game series growing up. But um, hey, you got that this, twinkle in your eye. You're excited about this one. This today. one I am. <laughs> this one just so happens to be my favorite game series of all time. So, oh, boy. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Matt and Mark, um, I don't think we talked about your podcast on the last time you were on. So if somebody's listening to the show and hasn't listened to your podcast yet, why don't you give us a brief rundown what that's about? So every Monday at 8 p.m., we do a live recording of our show on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Basically, we talk about uh, the video games we've been playing, uh, memories tied to video games or just stuff in general. We do a lot of taste tests, talking about food and all that. And honestly, just a little bit of everything. Mark, anything you want to add to Yeah, it? we do, uh, like Matt said, taste tests. But we also have Fat Dude's Face Fucking Food, where we talk about a lot of the new uh, fast food items that are out there. Also, we have like a pinball segment. And we even talk about film freaks. We'll talk about certain movies. We just, it's honestly like a hodgepodge of everything podcast. So, but yeah, man, even if you guys don't see us live at 8 p.m. on Monday nights, you can always check out our YouTube channel. We have all of our videos saved there from previous episodes, as well as on Spotify for all the audio and Apple podcasts. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that's how we kind of met a lot of you guys 
too. Yeah. Listening to our mm-hmm. show and right. I was super pumped. <laughs> the local podcasts in the area. Yeah. It's true. The only ones too. I don't know of a single other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. none of them, sir. Yeah, none of them, sir. Like there were a couple more and they have not survived. Right. So. Yeah, they fizzled out. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've made it to uh, over 100 episodes now and you guys are pushing. This is episode 52. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. You're halfway there. Yeah. Maybe Loving you it. guys will actually do something cool and exciting for your 100th episode unlike we. Yeah, we totally forgot. It was like we, <laughs> we, we took a count and we're like, wait, this is 103. Shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, but uh, it's been a while since you guys have been on the show, like almost a year now. Um, it's been just a little bit less than that that we've had our last episode, boys. Right, yeah. Well, you know. Holy shit. Life happens. Life does happen. L- life finds a way, as Sometimes when you do a uh, chapter on survival, you know... Um, Life imitates art, and uh, you find yourself surviving in the uh, the realm of the real world, right? We've had our own little survival tales. Oh yeah, over yeah. the past couple of months, for sure. Well, I mean, we've we've taken breaks too. We've had times where that's happened, and uh, honestly, this let's do it. This will be the the comeback episode, baby, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, just the with that survival chapter, everything was so serious, and everything was so you know grave and disaster we're sitting here trying to read through books that are goofy and fun for little <laughs> kids we're like oh man lord of the flies bro yeah, yeah that was <laughs> rough <laughs> yeah that is a topic that we will uh we will discuss when we uh talk about the chapter as a whole on our uh reiterated uh episode we'll uh recount some of the um tales of survival and uh um the horrors of i don't know being stranded but <laughs> or wherever but we're here tonight to talk about the horrors of another type. Yes. I, or, or I'm sorry, are we talking about the horrors of badly written stories or the horrors oh. of <laughs> vampires and such? <laughs> Which one are we talking about? Well, I mean, a little bit of both, because all the books this chapter so far have been pretty well written so far. I mean... Oh, yeah. Uh, the Boxcar Children was a little bit simpler, but it was still, you know, well yep. written for what it was. Um, But tonight, we brought a couple of uh, video game specialists in to talk about another book based on a video game. And I'd say we started out at a high note with uh, Metal Gear Solid. Like, it was a ridiculous book, but it was pretty good overall, I'd say. Kept yeah. reading it. Yeah. Interest, and, full interest. And uh, I don't know when you guys give your rating. Like, I don't know when you want to give the rating of this book, but uh, well, I will say we started out on a high note and uh, we're here now. Yeah, so. yeah. Here. here we are. Yeah. We're here to talk about this one. So we'll see how, we'll see how this one fends. Yeah. So this is... Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. It is book number four in the Worlds of Power series. Um, the series was created by FX9, and the author of the book is a man by the name of Christopher Howell, and he wrote it uh, to be published back in 1990. Um, I looked up Christopher Howell as an author, and I found a Wikipedia entry for some poet dude of the same name who's like also like a professor or something, and... I don't think this is the same person. <laughs> so is this it? This is one and done? I is, hope this so. Is all we know? <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> this is it. This yeah. Is, I mean, this is his masterpiece right here. <laughs> his opus. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm i a huge fan of Castlevania, the game series. So I was very excited going into this. Uh, I was actually super pumped, Andy, when you told me that they had a Castlevania book of this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And I collect all the Castlevania games. So I'm like, well, yeah, I have to get that. And then we went um, online. They were going for a lot. 
And I was like, man. And then Andy told me about thrift books. And I actually downloaded the app just to get this this book. And I ended up getting it for like 13 bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Shout out to thrift books. Yeah, which is uh, a good a good price compared to some of the stuff yeah. online. For a while, the price of this book was pretty high up. But it's kind of settled back down into like a $7, $8 range. I've been keeping kind of like a an email update um, on the price changes or whatever. It's, it's on my wish list is what it is and on the, thrift books. The, uh, the copy I got looks like it's been chewed on by about like 100 <laughs> different kids. In a school library, mm. but Josh, you got something special yes, in yours. Don't I you? actually still have the card that came with it—the Worlds of Power trading card. <laughs> Collect them all. I mean, it looks brand it's a, new. Yeah, it's very, very shiny and sheen. It's and then years old. on the back, yeah. there is a clue for the game that if you hold it up to a mirror, you can read it. Ooh. Something oh, about the laurels. That so, must have something to do with the fact that you can't see Dracula in the mirror. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean that each one of these books is supposed to have a trading card with it? It originally came with a trading card. This one, if you look, this one here says win a Game Boy details inside plus free trading card. Okay. See, mine doesn't say that in front. Yeah, mine doesn't either. Huh. This must have been these must have been first pressing then. Oh, so uh, like I said, I collect Castlevania. So if you want to like do some swapsies (laughs) or uh, I can pay you through Venmo (laughs) for your copy. He does Mark has Venmo and he's let me know about it. Yes. Do you it, have PayPal? I'm old, so I don't have Venmo. <laughs> I, I've got you covered on PayPal. Yeah. So what I'll do, I'll Venmo the money to Matt and then he'll PayPal it to you. There we go. Well, then you'll have to talk to Harold because he's the one that bought the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> we got a, like a love rectangle going on yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped to talk about this book. Um, I really wanted it to be good. And then on the very first page, I read it while I was at work. It was slow. (laughs) And on the very first page, I was just like, oh, man, what is he? Not my series. Yeah. The the line that really does it is he's talking about um, his blood. It's the second line. Okay. Okay. This is something that I've I've been wanting to do. I want us to do just a dramatic reading of like the first page. Okay. uh, Like page one and then a half. I mean, you're the audio book guy. Any any, any longer than that. And uh, we we probably run into legal issues, but (laughs) (laughs) we're we're allowed to read excerpts, I think. What? I dramatically read it the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be the mom? (laughs) That's Janelle, everybody. She's she's joining in on the on the podcast too. I think I know exactly where you mm-hmm. were like, I don't know about this, Mark. Yeah. Like I know exactly what line. Um Okay, so we need a narrator, we need a yeah. Simon, and we need a Dracula. And I think we'll read up to where mom comes in. <laughs> uh do you want to be the Dracula, Mark? You do a, you do a pretty good Dracula. Where that at? Where that at? What part is it? You're the just, one that it's your favorite line in the entire book. Just read along oh. when it comes up. Ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and I guess I'll take narrator. Chapter one, Tim. It looked as though Count Dracula was going to win the battle. I will drink your spirit like cherry pop, said the Count, flapping his cape and showing his fangs. Yes, Simon Belmont, you will become one of my children of the night. Simon shivered with fear. They both stood upon a castle tower. Beyond was darkness, except for a cold moon in the sky, like a dead eye. Wind chuckled softly along the battlements. The air was full of the smell of the cl- of the cl- garlic clove necklace Simon had around his neck. No, Count Dracula, you will not drink my spirit this day. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, now I have I I kind of struggle as, as to like what Simon Belmont sounded like in my head. That's exactly what he said. And it's like. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Now you know. All right. <laughs> he said, snapping his thorn whip with a crack as loud as a gunshot. And by the way, it doesn't taste like cherry pop at all. So it's nothing you'd want anyway. Let me be the judge of that. <laughs> And the vampire leapt at him. He flapped his long arms and they became wings. His gigantic teeth gleamed as the, as the mouth opened wide, seeking to bite. No, you don't, Count Dracula, said Simon Belmont, his long blonde hair streaming in the night wind. He held up the magical item he had worked so long and hard to obtain. For I have the power of the magic crystal, and that is the one. Timothy! (laughs) Simon Belmont started. Timothy Bradley, are you listening to me? Simon dropped the magic crystal. It smashed to the floor and burst into a thousand brilliant pieces. Count Dracula laughed cruelly. (laughs) A vampire has no better ally than a mother. (laughs) He leapt on the boy, and then the magical world of Castlevania dissolved around Tim Bradley like twinkling gossamer. Well, that I think we just discovered uh, the next thing that we could all do. Like, let's just find a book. Let me tell you something, dude. Let me tell you something, brother. I think that we should start a book reading show. Yeah. I know Count Dracula's been talking about saying his prayers and drinking his milk. Well, as as people who have read books on a podcast for a show, uh, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, you can't just do it. As soon as you get big enough to be noticed they crack down on you yeah (laughs) so yeah yeah, that's the thing is you just stay so low under the radar you just read (laughs) books that no one's interested in and then you like you have like your cult following and then you're good you could do it with something like winnie the pooh or anything like that anything that's uh fair use fair use now yep oh yeah oh there yeah there you go that's how you we should do winnie the pooh that one's it's super fun. So. Winnie the Pooh would be fun, actually. Yeah, if right. we find like uh, public domain stuff like that, which Winnie the Pooh is the public domain now. Not the di- not anything related to Disney Winnie the Pooh. Just and immediately going through all the characters, and trying to decide which voice I can <laughs> nail the best. We've been doing a, a, a topic on our show called Neighborhood Watch, and we've been doing like voice acting for it because it's something Mark and I really love. We may not be the greatest at it, but it's just something fun to do. And who cares yeah. about what other people it's been think? Really, right. it's been really fun to write. It, it's it's been a ton of fun so that would be something that i think would be just a blast to do together absolutely just make an ass of yourself and have a good time with it right (laughs) well it's like an old-time radio show basically it's what you're talking about yeah so exactly exactly super fun oh pooh i just (laughs) (laughs) i'll try and piglet and it's not good (laughs) yeah but yes um so the cherry i'm gonna assume that the cherry pop line was where you were like oh boy yep (laughs) you got it oh yeah that's it. Dracula is there, aware of things that exist in like real 20th century life. Because what made me worried is when in the um, Metal Gear, like nobody dies, right? Mm-hmm. There's no death. Like there's no like nobody really gets shoddy or like it's weird. And then so I'm like, oh, they're going to do this. They're not going to say blood. Are they really going to call it cherry pop the whole book? <laughs> and spirit. Yeah. Drinking your spirit, spirit. Not your like blood. Cherry but- yeah. Pop. 
Yep. Yeah. They were they said you can't say blood. And he was like, hmm, how do I make it sound like he's gonna drink your blood without it being I got it, cherry pop. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be the second line. When you said you sent a message out where you're like, Cherry pop, and he says spoilers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then spoilers. Because I, I was I like, hey, I haven't read this yet. And I'm like, huh. I'm like, it's like the first the line. First, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. The first so then when I line. I found it and I was like, oh, that's like the second line. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I had to listen. I didn't have a copy of this because I didn't know that you had an extra one. So I was I listened to an audiobook version of it and that came up. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a struggle to mm. get through. <laughs> it was a struggle to get through. Yeah, I will agree. Yeah. Did All you right. guys at least make it go faster than one speed? Oh, I did 1.5. OK. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah. I didn't even think yeah, about that. It was actually uh, easier to oh. pay attention to when you go 1.5 speed. This book is an example of when someone I, I take it back Tolkien is at least good at writing that way okay <laughs> <laughs> this guy right here I don't know what he was on but it was basically like when somebody tries Tolkien but they're really really bad at it <laughs> you know so, so right. like you're talking about 1.5 with your audiobook speed yeah oh okay yeah. No, with his mind with his eyes he just, yeah. like he's like <laughs> Like, <laughs> did like half a line, like one and a half lines. And he now did. let's read this bitch. I actually he, read he, books four pages at a time. He yeah. did half a line of something, and then he was able to read it at yeah. one speed. <laughs> so, so I, one thing I want to say with this book, like when we we're gonna get into it and everything, but um, I I feel like if it didn't have the Castlevania like stamp on it and the name and the characters that if they were completely different characters, completely different like world, like if it wasn't called Castlevania. If it wasn't Simon Belmont, Dracula, I don't think I would hate it as much. That's the thing. Like, right. I could see some of the characters in it being like, oh, that would just be like a neat little mm. kind of crappy fantasy book or something. But the fact that it's Castlevania makes me sad. Mm. Yeah. So. I just really hope that Timothy Bradley is like canon to the Castlevania <laughs> story now because I, he's right. such an important character. I mean, if uh, Solid Snake Justin Halley wasn't. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I right. was hoping Timothy Bradley was going to die the entire book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I always die. I'm like, every time he brought up something that he always brings up all the time, which we'll talk about, I was just like, please die. Please, <laughs> please. Just every time he had a line, it's like, God. Every yeah, time he came close to dying, I'm like, this is it. This is it. Die. Didn't happen. Spoiler. <laughs> all right. So why don't we turn it over to Harold for the Bob's Your Uncle of uh, Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest before we go into the finer details of the story. This is going to be probably the worst Bob your uncle yet because uh, I had a really hard time comprehending exactly what happened in this story as I was reading it. Um, a young kid named Timothy Bradley uh, is playing a video game and you start the book feeling like you're Simon Belmont. You're like, okay, cool. I'm going into this is Simon Belmont. And then you find out that no, in fact, you're reading it from the viewpoint of a kid that is playing a game. This kid goes to school. He's about to get beat up. He gets sucked through a portal and saved by Simon Belmont, who tells him that he's the hope to stopping Dracula. And then Simon slash Dracula, because Dracula is inhabiting Simon's body at the moment. And Timothy try to find all the pieces of Dracula. About half the book is spent finding the rib. And then suddenly they have them all. <laughs> <laughs> and they're able to bring Dracula back 
and they fight him and they this time when they kill him they start him on fire and then uh timothy bradley gets sent back and uh bob's your uncle he has to deal with eighth grade he's thinking (laughs) scarier than castlevania (laughs) which is it yeah that's it i mean there's there's a lot there's Things that happen in there otherwise, but that's basically it. <laughs> I am so glad that you said it skips from the rib to like them having all the body. I'm like, <laughs> I remember like listening to this and I, I, I'll i say I wasn't paying 100% attention to every to word, attention to. but I'm like, wait, when did they get all four of these pieces? Like what happened? Yeah. They did an exposition dump. It's like when you're watching a terrible B movie and they're just like, oh, we have all these things now because the movie needed to move along. And that's basically what happened in this. I was like breaking it down down in my head too i pause i'm like okay we got the rib and we're we we're going for the eye what other pieces did i miss like what did what when did that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was They're reading like- the book and it was like my thumb was like halfway through it and i'm like damn we haven't even gotten the rib yet How- right <laughs> How's it's this been half the book just getting the rib and then a few pages later oh look at all the stuff we have in the back <laughs> we got a brain we got a foot yeah <laughs> yeah we're about ready to put him back together <laughs> just about done with the whole puzzle that's so funny <laughs> Well, I mean, the constant Timothy trying to make it through the whole thing with jokes, and they were terrible jokes. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were (laughs) just awful. (laughs) Yeah, apparently Count Dracula is... Has a weakness, and that is jokes, like childish Finger. jokes. Yeah, puns, yeah. bad puns, bad puns, really bad. Ones. Uh, let me find what he said. <laughs> like the first time that Timothy Bradley discovers that uh, Dracula does not like puns. It's his like first battle against him. Yeah, it's battle. Very, it's very early on. In quotation marks. Yeah, he's uh oh man, what, where he, it's like when <laughs> Simon gets possessed. Or, no, that's yeah, no. I think you're right. It's like yeah. Simon gets possessed, and he like yeah. He, that's he how tells he, so many puns that it like gets Dracula out of irritates Simon. Irritates him out of Simon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, how could you do this? <laughs> Your jokes are awful. <laughs> oh man, I wanted Timothy Bradley to die so much. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just, here's my thing. I hope when he comes back to his junior high, <laughs> that that he opens the door and then Bert just beats the <laughs> shit out of him. Boom, boom, boom. He like tries to get out of it by telling a bad joke. Yeah. And just gets punched in the face. Yeah, everything I've learned up to this point. <laughs> what about his strange addiction to chocolate? Dude, oh, I, yeah, that we was... can get into that because oh. it set me off. Like oh. I, it made me violently angry. I was like, is this like. Because is it's this- not even just chocolate. It's branded chocolate. Yeah. Like, they're talking about Godiva. brands in this thing, man. Yeah. Godiva and Godiva. fucking M&M's. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Yeah. He oh even took some Reese's Godiva. pieces. Chocolate's the best. He even took some Reese's pieces, like, quotes, just in case he ran into E.T. Yeah. <laughs> I think chocolate was used in this w- book more, like, it had to have been used at least two or three hundred times. It was crazy. It, it was insane. Every, every other line was about chocolate and his addiction to it. It's like, dude, this kid's got to be like right. 800 pounds. Well, it was no, an analog for drugs. Like That's what I was saying. Is it just, uh, is chocolate actually cocaine? Right. Be, this was the, the author. This was the dare message. Right. <laughs> about chocolate. From oh, back in the day. This is from 1990. The yeah. ending of it when she's got a gift for him to give him chocolate. We were listening to that on the way here in the audio. <laughs> it was the funniest shit ever. Oh, oh my you, God. I wish you could find that audio and play it for him. Like, But man, it was oh. like, it was like the dark, creamy chocolate. <laughs> it was the most uncomfortable sliding. thing I've I, ever. I could just imagine it sliding down my throat. Oh my and God, I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. The audiobook part of that is the worst thing you'll ever hear from a kid's book. <laughs> 
I brought something for you, Tim, said Linda and Whistle. Something from the dimension where I was imprisoned that they don't have here, but I know you like. She pulled out a large bar of rich brown milk chocolate. Tim could feel himself about to drool at the very sight of the pieces of deliciousness. Boy, he wanted to just take it all in his mouth and chew it up and let the wonderful gooey stuff slide down his throat and... Wait a minute. No, he didn't. Well, maybe he did. But now he realized that he had something far more wonderful than just a love for chocolate. He had control. He had a choice. Thanks, Linda. That's very nice of you, but I think I'll pass for now. She smiled prettily at him. Okay, I understand. I'm not really trying to tempt you, Tim. No, I realize that. It's just that it's nice to be able to say no. I was cry laughing in the car. <laughs> it, got, it got me so bad. Yeah. All right. What's well, this uh, joke here? What joke? Did, oh, you, did you find it? Well, he tells a series of jokes to Dracula. Um, Dracula talks something about, like, I will sink my lovely fangs into your soul. And Tim shoots back, is that the tooth? And Dracula's like, ah! It's like Laffy Taffy level jokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A like pun. I abhor puns. <laughs> if there's anything I can't stand more, it's stupid, silly jokes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good Dracula. <laughs> Thank you. Really? Well, then, Drac, maybe you'd know why a duck flies looking down. <laughs> because he doesn't want to quack up. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, so that was a bad It's not one. even a good joke. Not not even a good it's just bad. Not I want to kill pun. Timothy Bradley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, his name is Timothy Bradley because every single time his Holy name pops sh- up, it's oh, yeah. Timothy it's, Bradley. Yes. And he's the only one. It's not ever, like, they don't say Count Dracula that often. They never say Simon Belmont. They do say, actually, yes, I was looking back through. They says Simon, Simon Belmont early on. Okay, and then it just goes yeah. to Simon, like any yeah. normal book yeah. in the world would do. Everything it, default to first last name yeah it's crazy because even at the end they're still saying timothy bradley, <laughs> timothy bradley. it's like who the fuck who cares bradley? Oh did God. timothy bradley win some kind of contest to be in a world power book or he something? had to have and he had to have they sent him like a mailing thing where it's like maybe talk about your favorite things godiva chocolate and m&ms were the only and reebok things. they threw a reebok <laughs> at yeah, reebok, yeah. reebok under my hair oh, and the obsession with arnold schwarzenegger he gets there brought were, up yeah a, a few times in there. <laughs> any monster that had muscles he was compared to arnold schwarzenegger like this one monster had biceps that would make arnold schwarzenegger uh jealous or like weep with envy or something freddie freddie monster not, Freddy, not I- eddie monster oh my god freddie oh, yeah. freddie ie yes. by the way yeah. freddie ie oh, yeah freddie with an ie because because yeah. if it's y yeah they're bad they're the, bad yep monsters. yep like freddie krueger so stupid <laughs> <laughs> Um, there were some, uh, there were also some very dubious uses of, uh, of simile. For example, Thanatos, which we'll talk about Thanatos, <laughs> stopped in his tracks. He looked down at Tim, much in the way a crocodile in combat boots might look at a snail it is about to step on, who has just lifted up and displayed an atomic bomb it is about to detonate. What the <laughs> fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I, I couldn't even follow that. I literally line. read... Amanda was sitting on me, uh, sitting on the, well, I, wish, <laughs> I wish she was sitting on me, Damn. but no, she's uh, sitting on the couch next to me and I'm like, you got it. Let me read this paragraph for you real quick <laughs> or sentence, run on sentence or whatever that is. And I read that. It was that sentence? Yeah. That one there. The ant with the nuclear yeah. device. And she's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, right? <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that mean? 
Yeah. <laughs> so oh bizarre. God. Yeah, dude. Fucking What's, nuts. So is Thanatos even in Oh, I was gonna Google him. I don't yeah, think Thanatos is in Castlevania. He's so he's like He is because they give a tip for like how to beat him. Yeah, no, they but, do. But they don't ever call him that in in the game. In Castlevania. He's just death. They never call mm. him Thanatos. That's mm. that's like going into what lore what mythology Thana- is. Thanatos that? is ancient Greek religion and mythology, the personification of death. Yeah, he's like Zeus's son. Who is death incarnate? Thanatos was the son of Nyx, the goddess of night, and the brother of Hypnos. Apparently, there's Pokemon in there too. (laughs) The god of sleep. He appeared to humans to carry them off to the underworld when the time allotted to them by the fates. But he's never expired. He's never named that in the game. I and I could be wrong, so someone can call me. They just always call him death. They just yeah, he's just death. Mm. When I looked up Thanatos Castlevania, it went to death. Yeah, because I mean, it is death. I guess they just never call him. Thanatos. And how do you how do you guys picture like the character of death? I picture death because I played Castlevania as the Grim Reaper, you know, skull and bones and all that. Yeah, stuff. big black, hood. big like black, black hooded. Yeah, oh with, the, with the scythe, scythe and all that. Yes. Yeah, their description is horrible. Let, yeah. let <laughs> me read. Like, like, let me yeah. read. Oh, I don't how remember. they describe. I don't remember this <laughs> here in the, in the book. <clears throat> <laughs> this is great. He seemed to be about twenty feet tall, with legs like the trunks of trees, arms with biceps that would make Arnold Schwarzenegger gasp with envy, <laughs> and a chest as thick as a Sherman. And tank, but it was as much his outfit as his size that made Tim freak out almost totally. Thanatos looked like a hood straight out of Flatbush, Brooklyn in the <laughs> 1950s, who had made a time stop in the current heavy metal era for some jewelry. He wore black leather pants with a black shirt littered with chains and spangles and other cheap jewelry. He wore the classic black leather motorcycle jacket. On his wrists were leather bracelets with studs. His face was like a cross between something out of a 50s horror movie and someone out of a 40s gangster film, if you can picture that in your heads. His entire face was broad. His hair was cut flat top style. Uh, didn't he, wasn't he wearing something on his head? I don't know. There was a ring in his nose, making him look much like a bull who just stepped off a motorcycle after a high-speed dust-up with the cops. So this dude has appeared on some Metallica covers or something. Wow. Right, like, yeah. that's the most descriptive uh, character descriptive. thing Tolkien, I've ever if you're really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm telling so you. So I, why, why I want a contest for anybody who's listening to the show. Please draw us this guy. Yeah. Right. I want to see an illustration yeah. of that. We'll give you something special. It's just yeah. not even a contest. We'll just give you something. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. A dollar rallies dude. coupon. Yeah, there we go. We got a bunch of them. That's the yeah. most crazy description a I've dollar ever rallies heard. Yeah, yeah, we have. We were like mailing people dollar rallies coupons. It's oh, like wow. a dollar off or whatever. Yeah, oh, nice. you know, I got you guys... it for a Christmas present from my mother-in-law one year, and the, I was the like, dollar off coupon. It was a stack <laughs> of like six. There was only like six in there, but they were instead of having like six dollars off, they were a little like a book of individual one dollar coupons. <laughs> That's so strange. So, yeah. So I want to know why Death Incarnate is not like we're back in time, right? And he's not dressed for the part then, and he's still not dressed modern, but he's like somewhere in the middle. <laughs> he's dressed as a 1940s gangster, 1950s flat bush hood. <laughs> what kid knows what the fuck that is? Every I don't even kid. know what that is. Seriously, Obviously, every kid in 1990 knew exactly what that description was. <laughs> I want to know. I really want to know what that is. Because yeah. I have no clue what what that even means. 
No, <laughs> no, not no. not even no. Thanatos. At all. Like I know Thanatos as the Greek mythology character, and he's nothing. He's not even remotely buff and like ripped and all that. He just looks like a he, you know. But this is Thanatos as the Greece mythology character. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking Greece, of. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's John Travolta a as with death. a flat top. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's hey, like, hey, I'm gonna kill you. They were trying. Basically, what it sounds like, it, it makes sense because it was 1990. But that description of who Death was was a punk, like yeah, ring in the nose. Oh, I like, love the ring in the, the nose. Yeah, the <laughs> like a Brahma bull. Like any of the, if you watch any movie from 1990 and it's like a cop against punks, that's what the punks look like. Is yeah. the, just the description that we got there. Right. He's Biff from uh, Back to the Future, basically. Yeah. This is. I was Biff. gonna say, is this Dick Tracy? level because i remember that was a crazy movie with lots of crazy makeup weird looking gangsters yeah right yeah yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm so I'm so glad you read that because I didn't remember it. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Probably because it it took four pages to just describe Thanatos. Yeah, they're like, now they're at the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> now they're at the end. What are we talking about here? What happened? <laughs> so in the beginning, when this kid's like, it starts the book, and it's just a kid playing video games. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna do this route. We're gonna, who is right. this kid? And then immediately you hate him. And he's going. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you thought you were going to be Simon Belmont. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, who's this idiot? Yeah. No, the whole, he's the main character. Oh. He's obviously the character that kids from the 90s um, associated, not associated with, but, you know, saw themselves as the right. uh, the rad dude who's good at video games, maybe has trouble with the other kids at school, what if I wants to ask a cute world? girl out to homecoming, you know, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. She never comes up again. Yeah. She comes up like one time <laughs> to compare to an older yeah, woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. But she totally he, wanted to get yeah. with. Oh he yeah! Strangely, is in love with his best Simon, friend's with Simon's uh, girlfriend, wife, yeah. right? So. Who yeah. I also has zero connection <laughs> in that in the lore of Castlevania. By the way, unless I could be wrong there too, but Linda Entwistle that I don't doesn't know if she appears yeah, in the lore. Linda that doesn't Entwistle happen is. in Castlevania. I don't think this this author cares about the lore. Well, well yeah. obviously he's what? never seen death. Why? <laughs> What's up with Reebok? Like fuck a Reebok. Who wants a Reebok shoe? <laughs> they were big kids in 1990. Man, hey, 1990, they had the they pump. Were, yeah, that was before. Reeboks had the pump. This is the way before pump, me. Huh? See, oh yeah, no, see, I, oh, right, I, I, yeah. I just I had some Reeboks. <laughs> I'm just a Converse guy. I would have been rocking right Chucks um, back then. Her name was Carol Jantz. Carol Jantz. Oh, Carol yep, the cute girl from Carol school. Carol Jantz is even worse. <laughs> Then and, Linda Entwistle, at least that one was a was a name that sounded like it belonged to <laughs> Castlevania. But yep. oh, then there's Carol Jance. Carol <laughs> Jance. Oh yeah. And she asked him on a date to take her to Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to buy some video games. Yeah. To buy some video games. And then apparently his girl he she's going out with Bert. Oh yeah. Like Bert. So like, yeah, this dude's into snagging people's chicks. Yeah. This is like a teenage dirtbag situation. I feel yeah. like he's Timothy Bradley is actually the villain of this story. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Mr. Steal Your Girl and isn't... <laughs> re- revive you and murder you. What do you, what do you guys call you... what's the subplot that you guys always try to find the in the story. story? The B story. That's yeah. the B story is Timothy Bradley's a piece of shit. He's <laughs> yeah. He's the bully. Yeah. 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 Oh God. I'm sorry we're getting off the rails here. No, no it's fine. There are no rails in reliterated. Yeah, there are any rails to be had this book. You mean you may sucked. need the word rail to spell reliterated, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. I promise you, yeah. So they do mention it you did uh earlier a Hulk Hogan impression, but then we got uh Tim was pretty good when it came oh, came yeah. to wrestling <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan or Macho Man on 
on his Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yep. So yeah, he, they do name, uh, they do drop some uh, Nintendo games on here. They want kids so badly to relate to this kid. Yep. Yeah. Godiva chocolate, <laughs> M&M's. Eating Hershey's. Reebok. WWF. Carl Jantz or Carol Jantz. <laughs> Carol Jantz taking her to Blockbuster. So one thing that I want to say is, is Castlevania, is that, that's never the, like, that's not where it takes place at. No, Castlevania. Okay, this that's, yeah, no, I know that, that is where it takes place. Let's talk about it, the Castlevania setting. is the place. But Castlevania Even, is just the castle. Yeah. And, it, like, it's not supposed to be, like, Simon Belmont. Yeah, in Simon canon. Belmont's like, my beloved Castlevania. And it's like, wait a second. Castlevania <laughs> is Dracula's castle. Yeah. It's not beloved even, by anybody. Like Wallachia even, or something yeah, like that. Even in the lore, like, this isn't, like, a different world in right. Castlevania lore. It's still Earth. But they, like, separate it out into, like, Earth and then there's Castlevania. It's right. so strange. Yeah, yeah, it's some sort of, like, medieval fantasy, somewhat like Game of Thrones, where, you know, it's it's Earth as we know it, their Transylvania, Romania area, whatever, but like Dracula existed and uh, there was, there's the Belmont family uh, and all of their descendants and whatnot who uh, sole purpose throughout their, um, their bloodline is to combat Dracula and his forces. And like every hundred years or so he comes back usually. Right. Mm -hmm. So then, but in the book we're dealing with, Castlevania is a dimension, right? Like an alternate dimension. It's a whole place that's actually very beautiful, very pretty. Simon Belmont loves to live in it, but Dracula has it cursed. Yeah. And so he doesn't it's never daylight. And he doesn't like Earth. Dracula does not like Earth. And he talks about he's like not welcome in Earth. Like yeah. he got He mentioned he, something like that. He'd like he did, had a bad time. He's like on a sex offenders list or something in Earth. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. But I don't, don't want to talk about Earth. He, that's how it, he was like tiptoeing around it. It's like what the fuck happened here? I ain't man? going back there. Fuck that. Earth sucks, okay? No, he he was uh he would be sent back to the dimension of monsters where Thanatos would, I don't know, boil his bottom or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something right. like that. Death is taking the place <laughs> of the devil in this book. <laughs> Janelle's in the room just kind of perpetually <laughs> scrunching her nose at all the details that are coming out. It was weird for us to, uh, it was to a read weird it, book. too. Yeah, yeah. it's very strange. It strange. So, <laughs> so he just, Simon Belmont just appears at this school. So yeah. he just, just yeah. pops he, in. In a bathroom. Yeah. In a boy's bathroom. Yeah. In a little boy's in bathroom. In a little boy's bathroom. <laughs> yep. So maybe Castlevania doesn't have the like... Yeah. things in place that they should. If Dracula had some issues here, <laughs> yeah. and Simon was really working towards that. So yeah. he, he doesn't appear in the bathroom. He appears like in the school and then he like Follows him into the bathroom, which oh, makes it even worse. Which is, yeah, that's a little bit worse. Yeah. Ah, this little boy went into the bathroom. <laughs> that's where I'll. This is a good time to scoop him up. That's quarter of bring him back, kidnap yeah. my world. That's the kid I want right there. Yeah. The one that went to the bathroom. Timothy Bradley. I like someone with two first names. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this is like the world's best Castlevania player because he's beat it 19 times and almost the 20th before his mom interrupted him. Yeah. Stupid mom. Yeah, what a bitch. <laughs> and that's, that's how the book starts. He's got it. He's getting ready for school and you think you're going to be Simon Belmont. And mm -hmm. this whole thing goes on, but you're playing it and all of a sudden, boom, it's, it's Timothy Bradley getting yelled at by his mom. And I was just like, like I say, this was such a departure from the Metal Gear one because mm -hmm. at uh -huh. least we got Justin Halley in that. And Justin Halley wasn't Solid Snake, 
not the one we're used to, but he wasn't some fucking kid. It was just a different interpretation. Yeah, it was just a different interpretation of what happened in the game. Yep. And that happens here in this book. It's a different interpretation, but it also is like The Last Starfighter, where a a kid from Earth gets recruited because he's so good at a video game. Right. And he has to save another planet, another world from destruction. And I gotta tell you, I don't think it translates. It's a No, it's a better version of Ender's game. Right, but being good at a video game that you're playing with a little paddle that's only got like a couple (laughs) buttons on it, and actually being able to physically take on Dracula when all you do is eat chocolate. (laughs) You can't stop yourself from eating chocolate. He could have at least gone for the like the world premiere whip ist or whatever they call whip user and but he you know for like one sentence he struggled with combat he like didn't hit (laughs) he like missed one sword stroke and then suddenly this kid is a god with a sword and then the whip he like he fucks up some candles and then he's good like this kid picked everything up well it happened in all the time that went by where they got all the uh the ingredients from dracula stew he was just practicing. He tore yeah. it up. I mean, did that's what Simon did. Use the whip against anybody. And, and yeah. how many? Yeah, he did. The days that passed. Like, see, I'm like, that's how fast the things were going. Where you're listening, and you're like, okay, it's like, bang, yeah. and I'm like, well, wait a second. This blips in the memory of the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but uh, when he's fights Dracula at the end with the with the wood stake and stuff, and it's just like, I'm like, how long have they been here? And at some point in there, I believe it's like two days, right? I think they said two and a half days. Yeah, like, yeah but it's been two and a half days, and like, you know, he. <laughs> Simon get some sleep and he stayed awake. And I'm like, it's been two and a half days. Yeah, and they got like, time for a nap. <laughs> it just doesn't feel like two and a half days worth of shit has happened yet. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, they must have been moving on that day we didn't get to read. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. They did a. They basically did a, a book version of a montage, which is how everybody has a montage. So that's how they got. That's how they. That's how he got so good. He was just like, it's just not as visually appealing when you're reading it, right? Because it's just like, oh, now he's good because he worked on it. I mean, the Belmonts have been around for generations generations fighting dracula and dracula almost gets fucked up by a kid that's been in this place for two days yeah it's like someone's really not doing their job dracula here. sucks yeah <laughs> so, he's, 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 yeah that's Dracula's really, not very good so i think fx9 hit uh christopher howell with a deadline because the way like half the book is the rib like we mentioned so mm-hmm. i think he was like oh shit that deadline's due like in two days right. i gotta finish this sucker up he's been yeah, yeah. he's been too long working on those barbecue jokes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think this book, it would have been cool to really, because the, like, Simon's Quest has kind of a, like, the actual video game itself, not a lot of people like it, but when you actually go back and play it, it's kind of fun, like, hearing the ridiculous, um, like, hints that the people give you and stuff like that, and it's cool going from story to story, and I thought that that's what this book was going to do, is kind of pick up on that and run with it, like, a villager tells you to go somewhere, and then you go to this castle and fight these people, right? and it started to, and then it didn't, but the game is, like, a really fun kind of story to run with, even if it's not done that well or they didn't do it as good as they wanted to. Right. Yeah. But like the story picks that this book picks that up and then immediately drops it. It's like mm. it does a cool job with like the villagers are going to give you these cryptic hints because right. they can't tell you directly. And then the first thing that happens, they go to a church and the po- the the guy at the church, the holy man at the church just tells them like, yeah, I got this shit for you. Just buy it. <laughs> yeah. like, what? And, what? And he basically says, I work for a church. Come at me, bro. Yeah. 
like fuck yeah, Dracula. Yeah, right? <laughs> like I'm safe. I can just tell you straight out. They Dracula's like this little bitch. So I think you're absolutely right. Like I think this page could have been probably uh, like double the length almost if they if maybe he had a time crunch or maybe he had like a word count he had to mm-hmm. keep it. Too. Somebody reminded him that he was writing for kids. Yeah, <laughs> because it like would have been halfway through. Yeah, it would have been really cool. Like they set all that stuff up and then oh, we have all the body parts. So and, story's and one of the things uh, we got to burn them quick. Hurry yeah. up. <laughs> one yeah. of the things that was the big thing for this game that people crap on is the whole tornado ride where you where people get lost at. So mm. there is a game hint here that says to get to the last two mansions, bring the red crystal to Deborah Cliff and ride the tornado. And then later and when they talk about the tornado, they actually bring up the tornado scene in the book. Mm-hmm. No one they never tell you that you have to hold down yeah, when that happens. They, so even with these game hints <laughs> and reading this book, you would still be fucked yeah, if you, you try playing Castlevania yeah, 2. That's one of the biggest criticisms about the game is that it's not really obvious some of these things you have to do. Um, if you play that game with a walkthrough, it's like an 8 out of 10 game. Seriously. If you play right. that game with no knowledge of it whatsoever, it's like yeah. a 3 out of 10 because there's so there's so much of that that completely ruins it. And you have yeah. there's no way that you can get past it. Like there's the tornado. There's also a part where you have to go to the edge of this like these platforms and duck down and then the screen like goes down. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the only time you ever use it in that game mm. and no hints for it are yeah. given. So it's like it's so yeah it's just strange so right now in the room i've got a a youtube video of a long play uh playing and uh i've watched it and some of the things that he's done like i wouldn't know to do it like i didn't know you could like walk through this wall here if you hit it like certain walls you can hit but it won't actually explode so you Mm -hmm. can't tell that Mm -hmm. you knocked it loose but if you jump up there you can still walk through it yeah Yeah. I've been watching this as it's been on in here, and it reminds me of the first time I played. I didn't really play the Castlevania games for Super Nintendo and stuff because they always seemed really clunky to me when I was a kid. And I was, yeah, they always seemed really clunky. Oh, and so I just couldn't help. (laughs) But they're the best ones, right, Mark? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're so. Symphony of the Night was my first, like, really fell in love with Castlevania because of all the stuff you could get. You know, there was so much to do. But even in that game, I beat it the first time and I went over, I was talking to people like, oh, yeah, I beat Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I'm like, it's awesome. Like, oh, you did the Upside Down Castle? And I'm like, the what fuck now yeah <laughs> the upside what it's like yep. half the game yeah, yeah he's like oh yeah you've only done half the game you you got to get to the upside down castle I'm like well how do i do that he's like oh you have to you have to get certain glasses to see this orb that's flying around dracula's head you kill that orb and then you'll get the extra mm-hmm. the rest of the game and i'm like son of a bitch yeah you, you know, know that was one of the but it wasn't obvious when you were playing the game nope. either yeah that was one of the uh many lessons that they had in the in the book and you know they did include a whole bunch of like uh end of gi joe morality tale uh lessons here but one of them was that no man is an island you can't do it on your own uh especially with castlevania like if you don't talk with somebody who knows you're not gonna beat it you know that was a that was a nice little uh little phrase that he uttered it was like man that's like a wholesome thing to say right out of out of every ridiculous quote of this book like that was actually a nice uplifting thing that simon said and they do a lot of cool things where they talk about like throwing holy water at stuff to make it break so like and that happens in castlevania 2 and then you got like throwing the daggers at the glowing orbs like they have the ribbon it like they do a lot of cool things in that that totally 
totally happens in Castlevania 2 that you wouldn't know, but it's pretty cool to have included in the book. So there are right. things in this book that I'm like, ah, cool, neat. Mm-hmm. Right, Too bad yeah. there's a stupid kid in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you were fo- if this book followed Simon and I, I from what I was reading, it's like like obviously we're gonna try and go through all the World of Powers books if we can. Um it seems like a lot of them went with like you're kind of the character of the story. You're not just some fucking kid joining into it. But a few mm-hmm. of them have done this kind of style. And these are the ones that people don't like because it's just so mm-hmm. out there and not what you want right. from a book like this. No, I want to, I want to follow Simon Belmont or any anybody. You know what I mean? Even right. if you messed it up and they, they were like, oh, Castlevania 2, Trevor's <laughs> Trials. You know what I mean? Right. Like, fine, okay, but it's Trevor <laughs> Belmont. Trevor's Trials. You know, and then, then we could bitch about, oh, it was, should be Simon's Quest because it's part two, you know, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> How many stories can you guys think of where they pair up like a uh, a kid, like this cool kid with uh, like a big, strong hero dude, like Terminator 2, yep. last action hero. Last that action hero was the first thing I was thinking dude, there's, about. That's yeah. like the 80s trope right there. It the is. 80s and- Serious trope. 80, all of the decade of the 80s, they did that, and then into the early 90s, and they stopped doing that, but Same, they yeah. loved it. Wreck-It Ralph. Last action hero, <laughs> yeah. did you already say that? You're not yeah, yeah, last yeah. action hero, and Let- then you- mentioned earlier the last starfighter mm-hmm. i mean that was you know 80s 90s yeah. kazam, kazam. <laughs> kazam. <laughs> and shazam oh yeah, shazam. <laughs> where the kid was the big strong yeah hero. yeah, yeah right. <laughs> there's so much of that and it's like it's just unearned it's like unearned for the kid and it's fine like obviously they're trying to tell a story or whatever but it's like so, the belmont family has been doing this for generations they're badass and they're trained to do this but then this fucking kid comes in and he almost kills dracula it's like well he it, it's just like the it's like a captain marvel thing it's like it's so unearned and not not um natural it mm. just doesn't work and it throws you out of the story i just think well simon was under the curse so like he needed somebody to keep him straight he needed so he needed this he got, kid to tell him the best to, castlevania player he needed uh <laughs> this kid to tell him to not eat a bunch of food <laughs> to to be away from the seven deadly sins because they yeah. bring that up for yeah, yeah one, the seven, for one yeah. sin yeah, the, yeah. The, well this, he mentions that the seven deadly sins are what will cause him to become dracula and meanwhile the kids are going what about me uh you know Sloth, oh, I like to sleep and take naps and gluttony. Mm, I love my chocolate. I don't know if I mentioned that I love chocolate. Chocolate. Mm, mm, that covers mm. lust and gluttony. Yeah. I think chocolate is mentioned. It's one third of the book is them talking about chocolate. You are I'm kidding. not kidding. I'm not kidding. That word is used it at was least 300 times. So many times that we stopped at a store on our way here so he'd get tissue. And I went to the candy aisle and grabbed Dude, a right? bag of reasons and some chocolate truffle. I almost dark brought chocolate. chocolate. Truffle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said you read a PDF of this? Yeah. Please send me that link because I want to put it into a Word document and search the word chocolate mm. and see exactly how many times it's used yeah, because it's an insane amount. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, when the, the jokes, when he's telling Simon the jokes and he's like, oh, Simon just doesn't have the sense of humor. He's like, oh, he just grunted and stuff. And I'm just like, just kill him, Simon. <laughs> just kill him. Just, just I know you want to. <laughs> I know you want to. Just hit him with that vampire killer whip and just take his head off. Yep, it's done. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what you, you mess 
messed up. You accidentally, you thought he actually was good at killing vampires. Turns out you messed up. It's a video game. Mm. He's too, he's too like stubborn to realize, man, I fucking went to the wrong dimension, picked right. up the wrong kid. <laughs> Fuck. And then he's keeping him. Just take him out. So mm-hmm. Simon knows that he's a video game character, but doesn't understand anything else about the future world yeah when when tim's talking either because like guns don't work here how does he go find he goes to find timothy right but because he's the best video game player but that doesn't make any sense again it doesn't translate you know (laughs) it doesn't translate now that you bring that up at the end of the book there he's have simon's having like a life lesson with timothy bradley right and he's like he's talking about like oh you have to you know you always need someone there for you and timothy bradley is like uh i don't need anybody and simon's like well what about all those video game uh guides that you have on your shelf in your room it's like hey you fucking creep yeah how are you in his room like yeah. what well, how do you yeah. know that i don't yeah i don't remember when he was in his room he wasn't he wasn't he he never never was. and i didn't even think about that until you just said that yeah maybe so, he's like can see him through the tv or something i guess they, no, they transported to his room because his mom heard him upstairs. Oh, that's right. right. That's yep. right. Yeah. And that's when he saw the uh, helping videotapes, which I was like, oh, yeah, I used <laughs> to, to have those things. How to score more points oh, okay. in video games. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they went to- When did that happen? Yeah, they, they that did was at that. The very, like, oh, right after the like, bathroom. So, they went from the bathroom to his room, yep. which is really- Yeah, and then to Exactly what you want to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bathroom <laughs> to the bedroom with Jesus. the kid, and then yeah, into right. a different dimension. God, you're ruining Simon for me. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, Simon's a pedophile, and so is Count Dracula, <laughs> yep, and that's out. the world of power. No. Don't worry, this isn't your Simon. This is the world's of power, Simon. It's canon yeah, now. just like world's of power, <laughs> Solid Snake is yeah. not the canon Solid Snake. No, FX Nine is a group of just <laughs> really the messed FX9 up. FX Nine verse. I yeah. demand they change the cover on this book. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the book cover is the uh, video game art. Yeah. I mean, this says Nintendo is a registered trademark of Nintendo America, and like, even though it says Nintendo is not associated with this book, yeah, this know, book is like, not authorized, sponsored, and endorsed by Nintendo of America, <laughs> but it is by Reebok, Godiva, <laughs> Reese's, and M and M's. Yeah, right. And Hershey's. So, can we talk about the climax? By all means, <laughs> please do. Where um, Timothy Bradley, uh, he's being held up in the air by Dracula, and it is in such a way that he can reach into his back pocket and feel something that he forgot was even there was never mentioned before <laughs> uh it, he really he was just realizing he had at this point it was a portable video game device oh yeah um i forget when the game boy was released 1989 so it, it was it it was around for this yeah so there's that's a fair giveaway, sure. there's a giveaway in the back mm-hmm. for a game boy yeah okay. 80, so this game came out in 90 is when yeah. castlevania this, this 2 book did. did i'm this wondering book did, okay i'm wondering why they didn't call it a game boy but uh timothy bradley bluffed that it was a vampire zapper yes <laughs> which kind of uh um startled dracula enough to drop his guard so simon can uh deal the uh the killing blow so to speak because they had an extra stake he had an extra stake yeah, oh yeah they, they oh by the way i have an extra stake yeah did they or did they get the stake that a whole problem like finding like, the stake was a whole part of their journey wasn't it yeah, yeah when did they get the extra <laughs> stake i don't i don't know but that's what i'm saying because like they, they found he, the one stake and they're like ah we can do it and the whole time simon had a stake 
Timoth- Why would yeah. they go on the journey for the other state? <laughs> Timothy Bradley stabbed Dracula, but met, like Tried. Dracula grabbed it. Yeah, he, yep. was, he had like lightning fast reflex. No, and then he, he was yeah. he was sneaking. What what they say about the sneaking? Oh. Timothy Bradley was sneaking. <laughs> he was sneaking. Simon Belmont was something. Sneak-ify. Yeah, it and- was while Dracula was speechifying. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Bradley was sneakifying. And when he was, said when that happened, I'm that like, was a great line. I'm like, if Timothy Bradley kills Dracula, <laughs> I will set this book on fire. <laughs> like if he does the kill blow, if this little punk bitch gets the kill blow on Dracula, I'm done with this book. Uh, that was <laughs> that was the happiest like sentence I've read from this book because it's like, man, that was actually kind of good. Yeah, because <laughs> they talked about how the stake was coming through the front of his shirt and everything. Like I was like, oh man, it got like it got scary at the end. You know, finally now it's like they could like you can only have violence you know once in the book so because everything else was them dealing the scary monster came out ah what's what is the size of the cubits <laughs> oh my god dude the uh, the audiobook for this the guy the voice that did the audiobook did a, the most feminine freddy voice of all time it was so good because like I don't know how the book read for you guys mm-hmm. for Freddy Monster, Freddy with an IE. Oh, I do have. Yeah, I do. I have a voice in mind for what he sounded like. He did the most feminine male like voice that you could possibly. I don't want to I don't want to use the it, it was that kind of voice like the, you know, the, I, the lispy. Uh... I'll, I'll tell you after because I can't <laughs> say it here, but it was it was so like, whoa. And it was but it really read exactly how it should for that. So right. I was thinking with Freddy Monster, who was I think he was a troll. They said at first. Um, I'm trying to look at it. Oh he yeah, he had the a face. Was, they it, spent so much time describing him, like trying to n- tell you it's not like Freddy Krueger. I'm different. Yeah, that, all I could see was Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like, that's what I thought he looked like. His creature from the Black Lagoon, but on the other side of an atomic blast wall or something. Yeah. Did you catch the creature? The creature line, the creature feature. Yeah, they they said that. And I'm like, oh, that's creature of the Black Lagoon. I can't believe they said that. <laughs> yes, yeah, a creature from the Black Lagoon face. And I'm like, okay. So what he reminded me of when he started being all nice and talking to him was the dude from the Goonies. And it kind of yeah, sloth. Yeah. So that's kind of hey, you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that's that's kind of the voice I had in my head for him. <laughs> my voice that I had in mind for him was uh, the voice of John Ratzenberger, who is the uh, the the guy who keeps coming back in Pixar movies in like cameo roles. He was uh, like the the abominable snowman in Monsters Inc. He was Ham in oh, Toy Story. That's a good one. Uh, he was uh, Cliff in Cheers. What page are you on? What page okay. are you I'm, I'm not. I haven't found uh, oh, okay. Freddy yet. We should all do our Freddy voice. Freddy monster. I can't do what uh, I can't. I can't do what the guy did. Just do it. I don't know how he got away with it for the audiobook. because it's like offensive. It's really offensive. Oh, here we go. Uh, along with uh, there's no other way to take it. Along with misspellings of the word dungeons. It's got like an extra. It's a weird in there. You know, it's a weird word. But you know, the the game has misspellings in it too. This, you know, I mean, they were processed. Processed, yeah. You you process the uh, the rib of Dracula. Um, it's in chapter twelve, stakeout, starting on page sixty four. Stakeout. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was right on that page. That's crazy. Hmm. (laughs) But (laughs) they get. 
I, does the monster attack them or just show up? Because they do this whole like life lesson thing where oh, just because it's big and evil, yeah. big and ugly, doesn't mean it's a monster. Simon it's wanted an evil monster or a bad monster. Simon wanted to fuck him up, and yeah. Tim's like Tim. Well, Timothy Bradley is like <laughs> no, like just calm down, man. You <laughs> crazy Brad. bitch. You don't have to kill everything, Simon. <laughs> God, hey, I do not there. trust you. <laughs> the fact is, some of these monsters are pretty cool. Do you want to do a reading of this? Uh, on, yeah, on sixty-five. You want to start? Start on sixty-five. Where um, uh, do sixty-four right at the bottom where with R? Okay, who's do? Okay, I'll All do. Right. I'll keep the Hulk Hogan Simon. I'll, I'll keep up the narrator. Who's doing Freddy? Does anybody else who wants to do Freddy? Freddy with an IE. Freddy with an IE. I'll do Freddy with an IE, and I'll it was, <laughs> use your I'll voice. Do it kind of the way that yeah yeah. What, do whatever you, you think. How'd you say he sounded to you? To me, I couldn't stop thinking of Freddy Krueger after they spent so much time trying to say he oh. wasn't Freddy Krueger. <laughs> do whatever Freddy you think. Yeah, you need to do. That. I'll uh, and I'll follow it up with the John Ratzenberger impression. <laughs> I'll be, to see I'll if be I can Timothy. Nail what I was thinking of. You'll be Timothy Tim- Bradley. Timothy Bradley. Yeah, you can't. It's not Timothy. It's Timothy Bradley. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll Tim- do my little dear, bitch voice. <laughs> little bitch voice with Timothy Bradley. Yeah. Okay. Arg! It growled. Back, oh villainous creature of the night! Said Simon Belmont, bringing his arm back for a snap of the whip. Hey, hold on there! Said the thing. I said arg because I just stubbed my toe trying to get away from you guys. You want to give me a break? I do not trust you, said Simon, and he flung the whip over his shoulder, preparing to strike. However, Tim stepped in and stayed Simon's hand, causing the whip to strike the wall instead of the monster. Why did you do that? Screamed Simon Belmont, his face growing red. I'll remember if (laughs) anger is one of those seven deadly sins, said Tim. But you sure are getting out of control. I don't care how ugly the thing is. It's asked for a chance to explain what it's up to. But it is a creature of Dracula, said Simon, growing more furious. Hey, simmer down, Simon. It looks like you're more of a creature of Dracula than than it is. I mean, show a little mercy. Just because it's big, wicked looking, and ugly doesn't mean it works for Dracula. Please, said the creature. Your companion is correct. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Freddy. Say, no kidding. We have a guy in all horror movies back home, and his name's Freddy, too. Ah, but Freddy... With an I-E. Hmm. No, I suppose it's with a Y. Well, there you go. All good monsters have their names with an I-E. All bad monsters with a Y. It helps keep things straight. Good monsters? Said Simon skeptically. Give a fella a break. Said Freddy, rearing to his full height with no small amount of indignity. A clatter of loose scales tumbled to the floor like snow. I have a few bad habits, and we all lose our temper sometimes. But all in all, I must say, I'm a pretty nice guy. <laughs> Why, then, has Dracula not possessed you? Don't you think he hasn't tried? But you see, we smart monsters. Freddy tapped his bulbous head cagily. We know how to outwit the old skunk. It's the dumb ones that are in its sway. <laughs> Not that we don't get tempted sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much more we can read. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. God, I want to do this so bad. This is like the perfect book to do this. For. Oh, that was fun though. Yeah. That, I had a blast. That Timothy is exactly well, how he should sound. So, yeah, dude. so I, I definitely, oh, I enjoyed I'm Freddy crying. Monster. I, I like the Freddy yeah, Monster Fre- scene. Like Freddy wound up being a, a gentle beast. How do they describe him? Uh. Uh, monster was tall. It walked like a man, but that was where the resemblance.
resemblance ended. Its face was like lizard hide. Its head looked as though someone had jammed a basketball through its fanged mouth. <sighs> More of that simile there, or metaphor, I suppose, but it looked, thought Tim, like the creature from the Black Lagoon after a long spell on the wrong side of the lead shield in a nuclear reactor. Yikes. Man, just so much. This is like right Tolkien, after. but if you're bad at it, this is like right after Chernobyl too. So nuclear on the mind. So, yeah. Please, your companion is correct. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Freddy. <laughs> Man, dude, that is. Well, there you go. All good monsters have their names end with an IE. All bad ones with a Y. Helps keep things straight. <laughs> oh, chapter 10, a rib tickler. What the fuck is that name all about? Yeah, right. <laughs> rib tickler. I mean, half the book is about a rib. So. I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rib tickler. I think I've watched that video a few times. <laughs> I was going to say, is that something you get at Adam and Eve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the rib tickler actually involves the McRib, which is only out once in a while. Oh I actually God. had my very first McRib the other day. Really? Yesterday. If I'm I, s- yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I eat it I every it time on the it way here. It was, just I... a, it was just a sandwich. Yeah. It's disgusting. I don't get it. It's really mm. gross. I don't think it's that bad, actually. I did think it was really bad, but I get it every time it comes out, and every time I get it, it's... I think it's a little better than the last time. I think it's just because I've become so used to it. I, I force myself to eat it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like, it's this is good. I think it's <laughs> honestly one of there was the Arby's fusion, whatever the fuck Philly fusion that won uh, the worst. It won the worst award for our award show last year. <laughs> And then I think the McRib is real close to winning that for me personally. Dude, I think it tastes better the more depressed you are. Yeah. No, I yeah, think so too. Because like I used to think I used sad to think food it was for sad people. I think it, I used to think it was awful. And I've just been having a shit show lately and it was delicious. The oh other my god, day. dude. I was yeah. like, this is so good. <laughs> I was feeling a little better today. Yep. It tastes good. <laughs> it tastes better with tears. Yeah. yeah. Salt. Tears, Some yeah, salt on there. Salt in yeah. It, yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's, but there's a lot of like side characters in this book that are kind of cool. Um, they're not the greatest, but it's cool that they throw them in like Miss Ezadadarada. <laughs> the longest, weirdest name. Just some creepy old lady. And then there's that slime guy. What's oh, my that? God. Dude, they have the most description on the slime guy. The slime guy, yes. Like, wow. They really... And they don't talk about him at all. They just describe his slime. And I rem- like I feel like I remember that really well. And the ghostly eyeball was pissed. Slimy bar sinister. Yeah, slimy they, bar sinister. I wish I would have wrote it down because I was listening to it. I'm like, man, that's the most wicked description of something. I've ever heard in a kid's book. And it was about the slime guy. I don't remember what they said, though. It's crazy. I don't remember much about this book. No, no, it's hard to re- really trying to it hard block to it straight. out. Yeah, it was hard to keep straight because it's like you again, I, as soon as it switched and you found out you were this kid, Timothy Bradley, Timothy Bradley, and they kept saying his name over and over again. I'm like, <laughs> not only feel like, you know, even if they had been like, you are playing the game, you know what I mean? Your mm-hmm. mom comes in the room and now now it's like it's from your yeah. perspective. They made Simon Belmont a supporting character. Yeah. In the story of Castlevania. If you could have kept Bradley or Godiva chocolate out of this thing. This would have been a 10 out of 10 book. Godiva chocolate, so I mean. They're good, man. They're good. They're great, but I don't know if they need <laughs> like, to get. Simply ex- just tell the story of Simon's Quest. Yeah. The game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe just get rid of Timothy Bradley altogether and just, you know, tell the story like the of. Whole thing. That's I a crazy knew you idea. 
I did. Dust him <laughs> with Dracula. I could tell because you haven't been eating chocolate every hour. Yeah, yeah. You know? He's like, I knew that you were fucked up a little bit because yeah, you, you weren't talking about chocolate. chocolate, even though you really were talking about chocolate like every sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Slimy Bar Bar Sinister actually gets tricked from chocolate. He was gonna eat them, and then he's like, "We taste like <laughs> chocolate." Yeah. He's like, "Chocolate? What is it?" Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. yeah. Simon was like, "I fucking hate chocolate" because we talked about it for eighty <laughs> pages of this book so far. Yeah. Don't fucking eat chocolate. Yeah. So yeah, slimy bar sinister. There's there's some wild characters in this book for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, we've touched about touched on about a, all of <laughs> that happened in the book. Yeah, did we did we come up with a B the B story? I think yeah, we did. It's uh <laughs> this is my B story. Uh. It's uh Count Dracula and Simon Belmont are both uh pedophiles and on the sex offender list. <laughs> ah, yeah, and they're also victims in Timothy Bradley's evil plan because Timothy Bradley's the villain. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. there's there's a lot of B stories going on yep. there. He's trying yeah. Timothy Bradley is actually Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. <laughs> I think the real like if you want to go for a deep dive B story, it's trying to figure out why Dracula isn't allowed back on Earth. Like why Thanatos <laughs> right. is just so against him being back on Earth. And I really think it has to do with that whole kind of thing, you know. <laughs> I, I was taking like a darker approach. Like Timothy Bradley like shoots up his school and he's like, Oh, Simon <laughs> Belmont told me yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. Dracula was gonna come in here. I yeah. thought I thought he was gonna take the whip back to Earth to deal with uh, deal with the bully. Yeah, right. <laughs> trapping him in the bathroom. I yeah, still how, would love good. that. Though. How I are you gonna love... leave us on that cliffhanger? Yeah, they right? really left it on uh, right. left it on a cliffhanger. He didn't get they? the he didn't get the older chick. He didn't get the younger chick. He didn't. He didn't <laughs> the like deal the with the chick. bully. Yeah, and what kind like, of PTSD is this guy gonna have from all this stuff? Right. That, and then, yeah. and then all of the like Simon and uh, what's her name, Linda, Linda Entwistle. Yeah, Linda yeah. Entwistle. They're both telling him, "Don't fight him. There's enough violence here." And then there's somehow way more violence in your world. <laughs> oh yeah, man, right. Oh, Timothy Bradley's like, man, it's so much simpler. But here in Castlevania, where you can just whip a problem, yeah, you <laughs> talk your problems or death. talk through a riddle. <laughs> yeah, right, poorly they, written riddles. They they do like a deep dive on our whole world. They're like, yeah, there's way too much violence going on in your world it's like oh my what god what are you talking Is about this a vampire world right here yeah like you're literally killing ghouls the like dark sun with fancy magic whips and stuff oh can we just talk about linda entwistle and just her bullshit thing at the end here we're talking about getting engaged oh yeah, oh, yeah. She existed just to be, yeah. just oh, to get married what? to Simon she at held, the end. She held up her hand on, on her r- ring finger is a setting of gold. It was the very diamond that Simon had picked up along the way of the quest. It will be nice to have a husband, especially a hero husband. But I suspect that husbands are much the same, hero or no hero. Simon looked a little puzzled, but happy. Hey, I'd be looking a little puzzled too. She just yeah, saved, he just saved your life. Be a little more pumped. This whole thing of her holding that up, like, okay, so Diamond found, or the Diamond was found midway somewhere in the quest, okay, and did Simon go and get it made into an engagement ring, or did she get it made into an engagement ring, and he was just finding out, like, she's like, oh, great, guess what, you're marrying me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Is nah, she just... the one with the, like, the dimension, the time and space bending spells that sent think Simon so. to, yeah. like, the Earth dimension, whatever? Yeah, Because yeah, they her really spells. downplay that in favor of making her the damn in distress right. and the hot woman that the big buff hero marries at the end. Yep. But like he never proposed. He's just like, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> I just whoa, 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 I just found some whoa, ring, whoa. and you like you just found this on... ring in my pocket. Marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Who whoa. said anything about marriage? Yeah. <laughs> to, should can I read the the chocolate part from Linda at the end there? Oh, do yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So the whole this is at the end. Uh, she already right, talked, right after she got the ring. Right after the the ring, she's like she's talking to Tim Timothy Bradley. By the way. <laughs> In <laughs> case like, you forgot. Yeah. I brought something for you, Tim, said Linda. Something from the dimension where I was imprisoned that they don't have here, but I know that you'd like. She pulled out a large bar of rich brown milk chocolate. Tim could feel himself about to drool at the very sight of this piece of deliciousness. Um. Boy, he wanted to just take it in his mouth <laughs> and chew it up and let the wonderful gooey stuff slide down his throat. <laughs> and... Wait a minute. No, he didn't. <laughs> well, maybe he did, but now he realized that he had something far more wonderful than just a love for chocolate. He had control. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck was that whole thing? Yeah, man. I don't love I was... chocolate as much as I love self-control. <laughs> 1990s lessons. This yep. guy, the guy that wrote this, Christopher Hull, he went through, he started on a cocaine bender when he started this book, okay? And he wrote like half the book of the rib thing, and then he <laughs> realized that man i'm on a cocaine meter i gotta get off this so he like brought himself down and he was just like i'm gonna finish the book real quick but he was like fuck this i don't feel like writing it and he finished the book right and <laughs> that's that's what happened here or or like <laughs> he's like or he was taking like antidepressants and then he mixed up his bottles and took like four Viagra at the end of like. Neither of those drugs existed back then. No one was popping boner pills and antidepressants. No, he was coming to his realization at the end. Like maybe he did some shrooms to try and get himself (laughs) off the cocaine. And he's fucking sit there and he's like, you know, here's the thing, man. This chocolate is just creamy and I just want to chew it up (laughs) and swallow it down my throat. It was gooeyness. (laughs) That was the that was the funniest thing and also the most uncomfortable thing yeah. to hear from a children's audio book in the car on the ride here with Mark. <laughs> like there's that combination of things. The perfect storm. It really is. It, yeah. Like I I was cry laughing hearing that. It was so uncomfortable. It's like there's no way that's in a child's book. Mm. And it's fucking right here. It literally is. What they were trying felt- to get you to not like chocolate. They're like chocolate's bad for you kids. Mm-hmm. It you really felt that. like I was watching a Saturday morning cartoon. What with like everything being so radical and so quippy and so Yo. just cartoonishly outlandish. Uh, it it was like Captain N, the game master. He got zapped into a, a Nintendo world and did his shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and had a lesson to tell at the end. I would love to see this made into a movie. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the, interesting. Just like sure. dance around the, the Castlevania, not, not part of the Castlevania lore story, whatever. Just yeah. it's its own story, and it's about Dracula, but not Simon Belmont. <laughs> yeah, right. His name would be like Byman Selmont. Byman Selmont. <laughs> Just Byman Selmont. That's it's good. like a knockoff of the story. So, do you guys, um, can I give a rating on this book? Like, of course. Yeah, yeah, we don't really have a rating system. We do, w- would you recommend this book? Okay. Well, that's a that's fucking. That's what we do. Um, yeah. Man, that's, see, that's not, I don't know if that's a good enough, that's a tough rating system because I recommend people read this book because of how funny and ridiculous it is. But that's just, but it's that's a horrible, exactly what it is. It's is that, a horrible book. Yeah. It's atrocious. The, do Would you recommend people read this? Even like we've read books where we might not agree. Like I wouldn't recommend people read that. 
yeah, but then one of us would come up and say, well, you know, I would recommend a person that like this or that's into this stuff might read this book, even though it's ridiculous, even though it's silly. I, I absolutely recommend this book. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, why not? I, how long? So the audiobook took three hours, not even. It's it like two hours and 41 two, minutes. Yeah. And if you're really <laughs> reading this thing, I think you could finish this in about two hours. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Two yeah, hour it took read? Me about, about two and a half, three hours. And uh, I was, yeah. I took, kept taking breaks. And yeah. I would look up and uh, my stepdad, Jim, would be like, how is it? And I'm like, still terrible. He's like, yep. <laughs> yeah. I figured. Yeah. <laughs> Just to know the story of Timothy Bradley, I think that's worth two to three hours of your time. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I, I'm a slower reader. It took me about uh, like a day. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, you probably took breaks. Well, too, no, I fell like, asleep. Okay. I yeah. fell asleep while we were watching today. I Thank called God you. you called yeah, me and I woke called. me up because I was laying on my bed reading it. And when they started just describing that freaking crystal that is like a <laughs> flashlight going through that hallway, I was just I just. Uh, I, I fell asleep and my book fell out of my hand and I lost my spot in my because my thumb was my bookmark for a sec. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, and I fell asleep. Oh. And then yeah, then he called me. Thank God. He's like, "You want to come over and watch the Lions game?" I'm like, I can't now. Yeah, I just I, fell asleep. I got to read this thing. No time, man. Um, so I would recommend it. Also, you recommend yeah. it. I recommend it. What about you guys? I mean, I would recommend it even if you're you end up reading only halfway through it. You're like, I'm done reading this fucking book, <laughs> just because it's amazing that it got put out at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they really mm-hmm. should have been like, no, we need to re- redo this. Get a different guy or something. <laughs> like any any so, other person in the Someone who world. is not on a Coke bed. Yeah, yeah, for somebody who's not into the white stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I, the guy. reason I recommend it is my I like the the characters, like the side characters. I think they're fun. Do you like Timothy Bradley? No, I hate him. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I like the slime guy. I like Freddie Munz, Mon- Eddie Monster. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like all the different ca- side characters. I think they're fun. I like that they end up being nice. And they're not like just getting whipped and de- die. Oh yeah, and then when they die, they don't die. They go transform to they another get dimension. Transported to another they, dimension. Absorb their energy. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. they disappear. Yeah. Which is called getting a heart when they <laughs> right. Yeah, picking up a heart. Yep. What so, about uh, Josh and Andy? I would I would definitely recommend it because it is so crazy. And yeah, you can find it online. You don't have to buy it. It, it is available. And yes, there is an audiobook. Uh, luckily, I didn't listen to the audiobook, so I got to uh, hear my own voices and things like that. For some reason, I did not think of Dracula with the classic blah, blah, blah. For some reason, he sounded more like Skeletor oh, in nice. my head. I don't <laughs> know why. Awesome. It was actually just really, really funny. <laughs> in Castlevania really... Symphony of the Night, I'd say he's more like a Skeletor voice. Then that he's makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's that like, makes sense. Oh, no, oh, yeah. And so like I'm reading it and, and it's like, yes. What is a man? Pop. And I was like, so is he from the Midwest too? Because he used the term pop instead of, you know, soda or something <laughs> like that. Spit it like cherry pop. So the cherry yeah, pop. I, so, I couldn't like, believe so that. Weird. When I read it, when I read it I, uh, for this, I did the blah, 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 blah Dracula. Blah, blah. But uh, yeah, when I was reading it, I was definitely thinking uh, Symphony of the Night. Yeah. You get into it and it doesn't sound like he's got that romanian accent he's deaf he definitely talks with like a weird kind of uh vocabulary like he talks like from this world 20th century like 1990s 
kind yeah. of stuff, but yeah. like a '90s cartoon villain. I yeah, mean, this is a typical 1990s children's story, and everybody behaves accordingly. the The big buff guy is very stoic and serious, and the kid just wants him to loosen up and tell some jokes. Right? <laughs> I just, Maybe have a hug at the end. I, I want to. <laughs> I want to let you guys know it's so hilarious. I'm sitting with my back to the TV, and I am just watching my whole. It was uh, when when I lived in my last house. I had the NES TV next to me. Mm-hmm. So whenever Mark looked over when I was talking, his eyes would just fixate <laughs> on our NES TV going off, uh-huh. and I'm just watching. <laughs> Like the mainly, mainly of three of you yeah. just watching this Castlevania oh, playthrough, dude. You've been this. watching this I've been like watching the whole time. I'm like, you, I want to play this so bad. I think I you home. could, you could probably speed run this game now. Probably, yeah, right. I Andy can get away with it because he's looking at me, but he's looking past me. He's looking past you, yeah. yeah. And Harold, Harold's been like, you know, he's been bouncing around like, yeah. but yeah, it's it's hilarious to watch because I've just dealt with it so much, and that's why we don't have a TV on set anymore because Mark's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just cool. watch it. Just watching the demo play over and over again. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but no, yeah. this is like a long, this like is a long that, play yeah. video. I know it's fantastic. Oh, it's, I've been I've, watching it the whole time. I would love. I would love to watch this thing behind me, but I, <laughs> if I'm just sitting there, yeah, this mic right. is out of my yeah. range, man. Well, those yeah. are those are notes for the new studio that I'm gonna put into <laughs> to whatever house I end up in. There you go. <laughs> me and Janelle end up in. <laughs> so. uh do you recommend this book, Andy? Uh, it's a good time. Uh, it's a bad time for any Castlevania lore purists. Yes, but, I would say. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or like lovers of really heady literature. <laughs> but um, if you're looking for just a just a fun read or some really bad jokes, if you like seeing stuff that's like so bad it's entertaining, uh, yeah, this will this will do you good. Okay, so can we add something just because just because we're on the show? Mm-hmm. Can we add a one out of ten rating on this? And, and you have to use points. You have to use points. It's okay, not a yeah. one point, point zero. It's a, it's a you know one point one or whatever. Okay. So Mark, why don't you start it out? We'll go around the. So circle like here. ten out of being ten, like the ten best being perfect book ever made. Zero being like wow, this is like this might be Hitler's like <laughs> you know whatever. Mine comes. Mine This two. is what? Just cut. The, just cut that. That was. Just I'm sorry. I was out. watching the screen. I don't know where we are right now. <laughs> just, just cut that part. Just fucking. Mine comes too. The yeah. reckoning. Mine comes too by Donald Trump. So it's the worst <laughs> possible thing it could be. Oh man. I would give it I would give it a seven point two. On just entertainment seven point one. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are we grading this on uh entertainment value or literary value? Oh God. I think I I'm, think I'm not go. the one to ask on literary value, so I'll just say entertainment <laughs> well, seven point one. Him and I will go entertainment. You guys go literary if you want. Or you can do whatever you oh, want. God. Don't let Matt just tell you what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This is your fucking <laughs> show. Just tell me to shut up whenever. I'll go um I'll go five nine. I enjoyed it, but the the uh the chocolate made me want to just <laughs> Set my my phone on fire I'm while going I was seven, listening to seven it. one, hoping that he gets his ass kicked by the bully afterwards. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, if I'm going for entertainment value and the amount of times that I scoffed or laughed while I was reading it, I'd say probably like a seven. I'd say, but if I was going for literature value, this is like a zero point six. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just made no sense. The book was all over the place, and they left many typos. Yeah. Oh, many yeah. many typos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's. <laughs> grammatical errors yeah that's castlevania's thing though yeah i was thinking about that we were just like okay you know i mean i guess 
guess. That's just the that's the Japanese translation, man. It's gotta be the messed morning up. Sun has vanquished. <laughs> yeah. Uh I would say entertainment wise, probably like a five point four. Just it was hard to read. Uh you guys did the audiobook. It might have been a little bit easier with that. But <laughs> yeah, and then literary, ugh, it's it's up there with Jonathan Rand as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, point <laughs> five. Wow. So because mm. it was it's atrocious. Yeah. It's real yeah. bad. <laughs> Andy, the final score okay. here. All right. I've not been keeping track of this, so we can't like get an average. We got 7.1. I'll have to listen back to it. Yeah, 7.1. Seven point one. Down. Yeah, yeah, down. yeah five, exactly. 7.1, 5.9, 7, 7, and uh, 7.0. 7. Yes. 7.14. And those are all kind of like that's factoring. The entertainment. That's the entertainment. Factoring in entertainment. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm not doing, we'll, we'll let you three do Yeah, we're literary. not literary scholars. Yeah, by any we aren't means. either, well, but we would we. like to pretend to be. Yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. have a show based on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll tell you the rating on the game, the video game. Yeah, we, got, we can do the game rating. We can't do the <laughs> yeah, literary we ta- rating. We can talk the game real quick before we sign off. Um, but as far as what I'd give this book, um, I mean, it's got entertainment value for the young readers. Um, as far as like life lessons, there's some good. There's some maybe a little more problematic. But uh, <clears throat> I was certainly entertained by how ridiculous it was. And I think it has a lot to do with like they weren't meaning to be ridiculous. They were being then serious. they were trying to be like a serious <laughs> uh, kind of, hey, this is a cool story where we've got this big, badass buff hero like Arnold Cherry Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, if we were casting this thing, you'd have like, oh man, who's the coolest kid in 1990? You'd have like the Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Macaulay Thomas. Macaulay Culkin, are you Ma- fucking here? Uh, 90? I don't know if yeah, he's, he might have been before that. Uh, well, That's around that time. Around that time. Yeah. We were- Macaulay Culkin yep. meets Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and they go on a quest to defeat Dracula. You know, super cool. There's lots of candy involved. Who's playing Dracula? Who's Home playing? Alone is a 1990 Who's film. Playing? Okay, Christopher okay. Lee. I'll, I'll, I'll rate this, and then we'll okay. <laughs> then we'll cast it in, yeah. our, in our heads. Okay, but um, <sighs> entertainment value eight. Oh wow, nice. Okay. Literary value four point six. Wow, that's a solid. Really? That's a solid rating. <laughs> You're going on four points above me <laughs> on literary on literary value. <laughs> yeah, literary value. That's, that's not bad. Wow. Um, so we got we got the movie cast. We got Home Alone is Macaulay Culkin's the kid, right? Culkin is yeah. the kid. It's <laughs> Timothy Macaulay Bradley. Culkin. Yep, Macaulay Macaulay Culkin. All right, it's Timothy Bradley. Arnold Schwarzenegger has to be the yeah. the Freddy Freddy whatever the fuck, right? No, he, he's, or who he's is Simon he? Belmont. Simon Belmont. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Arnold is Simon. Arnold. But aren't don't they describe Freddy the it's, Freddy guy he's as Simon? He's got biceps that would he, make okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is blush. the Conan, Terminator oh. Two, and Last Con- Action Hero. He's Conan. Been in all those, yeah. 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 Okay. So okay. So we got Culkin and Schwarzenegger in the in the two main roles. Dracula. We Ooh. have to find a really bad Dracula. Nineteen ninety bad. Someone guy. who was bad. And Roll someone said Christopher Julia. Lee, but Christopher Lee already played Dracula. Yeah, he's too good of a Dracula. Though. He was too good of a Dracula. So we have we to need find a bad Dracula. Corny Dracula. I'm telling you, Raul Julia. Raul Julia. He was uh, in Street Fighter. He was M. Bison. Oh, he's also mm. Gomez Adams. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. I'm fine with that. If I you could guys see are. that. That'd or be yeah, that'd be good. What about Nicolas Cage? I mean, he's going to be in it somehow. He'll be Timothy Bradley. He could be like the narrator. Yeah. <laughs> the narrator. Oh, 6.7 is the average for the uh, entertainment value. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. I, it was entertaining. It's just yeah. really bad. 
that's why it was so entertaining to me at least yeah i I agree but okay so we've so we said dracula's played by ronald Dahl or whatever raul julia (laughs) raul julia yes we'll bring him back from the dead well he's not dead yet it's 1990 yeah yeah um we gotta find linda and then maybe like one linda who was like who was in lady hawk who was that who was the Girl, the girl from Lady Hawk. The girl from Lady Hawk. I'm trying to think. What is Lady Hawk? <laughs> you never saw Lady Hawk? I don't think so. I mean, oh, this is the role for strange. like the. I'm going with Meg Ryan on this one. You Meg know what? Ryan. I'm not. Okay. You're not wrong because she's all Linda's looking for is like a dependable man. Yeah, and that seems like a Meg Ryan. <laughs> it's thing. a Meg Ryan thing. thing. I mean, it's a one-dimensional '90s woman oh, character. Yeah. She's made like eight thousand movies about, should, and that's her character. Yeah, you should see my hear my review on Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. You've got Mail is one of my favorite uh, romance movies ever. <laughs> so, yeah, she's awful in Sleepless in Seattle. So, okay, Meg Ryan is Linda and Whistle. <laughs> and then we ca- cast we need, as... We, need, we just need Freddie. The voice like. of Freddie, definitively. Um, I mean, I think that we should get... Robert but I feel England. like Robin Williams. What? Robert England? Robert England. Robert England. Who played Freddie Krueger. Oh, yeah. Get him, okay. get him to wear Freddie Krueger stuff, but then wear the <laughs> fish monster face over top See, of it. I was thinking more... I was thinking Bobcat. Bobcat. Goldplate, that would yeah. be good. Maybe he can I be like slimy. Maybe he can be yeah. slimy. Oh, and I want to uh, make a special mention. Mm. Let's get Lemmy from Motorhead to play Thanatos. Yes, Ooh. there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got to have a Just musical crossover. Like exactly. Well, or either him or Jack Black. Like Jack Black wasn't big then. He didn't no. exist. Yeah. He yet. didn't even exist. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah. true. He wasn't even. In, he didn't have his arm blown off in the Jackal. He was, yet. Well, yeah, when was Jackal? That was like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah. That movie. Fantastic. <laughs> Plus, dude, Motorhead could do the soundtrack for it. It'd be pretty yeah. sweet. And the whole soundtrack is just Ace of Spades on the loop. Like that's it. Every time music oh, and kicks and in. It's all about the game. <laughs> yeah. The Every- whipping monsters montage. <laughs> when uh, uh hey i want i want to check on your guys's prints for this if you go to page 64 in the first sentence there's the word doubt is the d just like completely jacked no copy no. oh see yeah mine's like totally messed up in the oh print. wow where's doubt at very, that must have been just like a printing press yeah, yeah no mine fine. mine's fine man my car, car my car <laughs> just got stuff. a shit book your there copy, your copy is like, <laughs> there's no cool <laughs> trading it's card so, it's so beat up that some of the words Words have moved around <laughs> in the book. I got the worst copy ever. Like, I'm the biggest fan. I'm the worst copy. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're killing me. Oh. Well, that was uh, that's been a blast so far. Yeah, so. yeah it was great to have you guys on the show. Can we pick the next uh, Worlds of Power? I have a request. I, I okay. also have a request. Right. We'll see. Maybe we do like a what, vote. What here. are all of them? Do we do we know um, a list of all? Of them? I, I have, already have. I have Ninja three Gaiden. more of them on my shelf over there. There's Blaster Master. There's Ninja Gaiden. Um, there's Mega Man Two. There's Wizards and Warriors, which I don't have. Ooh. And there's like, what's what's the one with the helicopter? Fucking like uh, Tiger Hell? No, that's Brian. Tiger, <laughs> Tiger Hell? Yeah. Commando. <laughs> Nintendo Worlds of Power. I got you. It's like Air. So I wanted to do Ninja Airwolf? Gaiden. I want to do Ninja Gaiden really. Bad. I really want to do Ninja Gaiden, but I didn't know they made a Mega Man too. So that. okay, sounds pretty good. I got you guys here. The f- so this is chronological in the series. Uh, the first one is Blaster Master, then Metal Gear, Ninja Gaiden, Castlevania Two, Wizards and Warriors, Bionic Commando, yeah, Infiltrator. Infiltrator is the helicopter one. Yep. Yeah. Um, Shadowgate, Ooh. Mega Man Two, 
and then bases loaded to second season. <laughs> yes. that's, that's, that's a wild one. Loaded to is it going to be like Major League? Oh my God. I don't know. That's a wild one. I think all of those are going to be fun minus. We'll do I more. honestly think all of them will be fun. Right. Yeah. I think but I would Shad- love to do. Shadow Run? Or Shadow, Shadow Gate? Shadow Gate. That would be cool. I think that one's super rare. People say that that one's also really good. Maybe I, that's I, why it's super rare. <laughs> so but. I would love to do Ninja Gaiden next. I just beat the second one and I love that game series. So I would love to do that game. I yeah. have Ninja next. Gaiden already. Ne- next time we can all get I think, together. I think Ninja Gaiden's the way to go. Ninja Gaiden is the next Worlds of Power I've, episode yeah. for us. Do, do we save bases loaded for the last one? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it's so thing. stupid. Remember, at this point, we're actually living up to our one of these per year thing that yeah. we yeah. said. I think, we I can think do... we're just going to have to deal with the fact that Josh lives in California and I do. we'll have to do a remote. You know what I mean? No. One a year. Dealing no, I think cause... we could do two a year because you usually visit twice a year, right? No, I usually only visit once a year. Well, yeah. change that. This well, is one and done. Hey, Fix give me your more shit. vacation time or why don't you guys come out and see me for, for once? I'm actually going out there next year so oh, nice yeah we'll just do know, a man. josh and i'll do a world's of power show without all of it <laughs> yeah right we'll, we'll do it the, with you remote yeah with josh. yeah there we go <laughs> we'll, do the, we'll go to the uh, pacific pinball museum perfect oh, nice. and we'll yeah. do it right from there yeah we'll just set up Ooh. on one of the tables there yeah that'd probably be okay with it i kind of like it once a year it's usually how long it takes me to read one of these books <laughs> right <laughs> so it takes me to set up all this stuff in my living room it's like all of pages <laughs> all of our podcasts will be dead and gone by then but we'll still, <laughs> still do, do this, this yeah. once a year yeah let me just do this you one, guys yeah. remember uh when we did a podcast <laughs> so 10 years ago join us next episode for reliterated when we cover ninja guided <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. a year from now <laughs> yeah. from now so ninja guides the next one on the list also yeah. andy i see that mortal Kombat book up there oh yeah i would like to do that one sometime that one is not worlds of power but yeah Oh, it's that's a, not a kid's book. It's a thicker well, I mean, one. I yeah. mean, it's it's Is not it for book? it's not for kids. No, yeah, I'm no. sure. I but could... it's also not super gory. Right. Okay. Huh. So maybe we save. So here's what we do. Maybe we save the worlds of power for in person because it's just such a good vibe. Oh yeah. And then occasionally we can throw in a video game book in there and uh, do like the Discord stuff or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's remote. not the worst. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. That book looks we'll thick. That might take me out. a decade. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just get the know. audio book. It's way easier. Yeah. Put it on 1.5. Yeah, the, exactly. That's <laughs> if it. one does not exist, I shall make it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, appreciate you guys having us out here. It's been a blast, uh, as both of these episodes have been. I've been looking forward to this one just like I did last one, and it turned out great again, because it's just a blast talking about these shitty Nintendo <laughs> oh, books yeah. with you guys, and uh, especially having Mark here just being in person. It's such a, a fun time. So thanks for having us out here mm-hmm. again. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate yes. y'all coming out. You're welcome yeah. to Andy's yeah. apartment anytime. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> just stop in. It's no lie. Yeah. 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 If you want to stay in later, play some Mario Party. <laughs> oh, you don't want to play that with me. Oh, yeah, I do. Right? Oh. The challenge, the challenge oh. still is on the table. Oh, yeah. Please. Nobody can. Is, ah. is this on the 64? Are we? Um, I don't have a Mario Party on the 64 right now. That's okay. Because you would like, we can play that. Super Mario Party on the Switch because okay. it's kind of more neutral. Uh, more, yeah, it's like it's fair and people can fair. actually win. Like that, that's the <laughs> problem with it is you just can't fucking decimate Ugh. at it. Like Mario Party sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Matt ruined Mario Party for me. I have. He has scars on his hands from fucking. Yeah, I want to see those scars you're talking about. uh, It's gone. It's 
Scars don't go away. It's gone for the most part. Oh, it's yeah, they do. Kinda. Yes, they do. Do they really? Oh, I believe so. I had a scar in my wrist for many years, and I realized <laughs> like, just the other day, I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, Jesus where is it? Christ. I had scars, I had scars no, no, all no. over my wrist, man. No, no, Up no, and no, down. No. I had lines. Listen, listen, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I reached down next to a hot uh, manifold on a uh, lawnmower, and I burned my wrist. Yeah, sure. Right? Hey, man, you, <laughs> yeah, there was... you ever need to talk, bro. <laughs> yeah, no. I know they got, un- they got a lot of special help numbers. Just give me a call. And man. we're live every Monday. Like, you right? Can- yeah. <laughs> You're gonna turn your uh, you get into your podcast into like a helpline, <laughs> like a psychological whatever you need, man. Yeah. No, like no, a Fraser. it was a burn. It was a burn. <laughs> it was a burn. Oh shit! Uh, it's okay. I burnt my wrist one time too on a electric kettle while making tea. So yep. reaching <laughs> reaching over it, the hot steam just like ah sizzled my, Take a look at that. my wrist. Look at the back of my right there. That was a couple days ago. So oh, just a couple iron. days ago, soldering iron. Yep. Oof. I took a uh, I took a trip out to Maryland with my brother stayed at my cousin's and i was i got sick out there so i had some like thermoflu or whatever that like fake that like medicine tea and my cousin's like yeah there's a kettle in the kitchen if you want to use it it's an electric kettle and i've never used one and i was very not in the right headspace oh, so no, i you didn't put it on the stove i put it right on the you? fucking stove dude oh, and completely oh. ruined this electric kettle she it was like five <laughs> minutes later she's like Matt, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this thing, there's like plastic smoke in the kitchen and everything. Oh, like, you know, oh, terrible. You know, who has, I, I just have regular I, I never heard of that. I'm not I don't, used I don't to these newfangled devices yeah. for making my tea. <laughs> so dumb. Make my tea in the air fryer. I did the same thing with a coffee maker one time. <laughs> Everything in the air fryer. <laughs> Everything in the air fryer. <laughs> okay, so I feel like this is a, a good opportunity to uh, to sign off. Matt, Mark, thank you for coming on to the show. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. It's a blast. Appreciate yeah. it, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys uh, next time for Ninja Gaiden 3. Absolutely. It's on <laughs> um anything else for you guys to add not for me nothing right now <laughs> yeah glad no, my I'm face done. is not is no longer exploded so. oh yeah we didn't even go over josh's we'll do that on the reiterator <laughs> see you have to look forward to next time your face looks great josh thank looks you awesome. he looks a lot better yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so take us on out. Yep, that's going to do it for this episode of Reliterated. Uh, We will see you in our next episode with the uh, long-awaited talk episode for our survival chapter. And uh, until then, support your local libraries and independent booksellers. Give a shit. Read some lit. Bob's your uncle. That's Reliterated. The morning sun has vanquished the horrible night. Peace. This has been Reliterated, a production of the Chocolate Milk Friends and part of the 989 Podcast Network. If you enjoy our show, please consider giving us support by subscribing, recommending us to your book-reading, podcast-listening, 90s nostalgic friends, and most importantly, rating and reviewing us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible Podcasts, and Spotify. Did I mention we really want some Spotify ratings right now? Your ratings and reviews go a long way towards getting us in the ears of new listeners. You're also invited to join the growing Reliterated community on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And if you really want to get nuts, we have a Discord too. So bing us and join us in this nonsense. If you have a book suggestion for a future episode or have questions for us, send us an email at reliterated at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
Peace. Peace. And then just combine that in post. Yeah, right? yeah. That was the last time you guys hit it perfectly. I know. It was beautiful. Yeah, All just right, grab the one from the let's last Let's do it right time. now. Right. I thought you were going to say can, something. I can, edit, say I can edit it. It's fine. I always say peace. You I'm, always say. Well, we fucked up now, so. <laughs> he How did stole you, your piece. You, you ended it with stole the- stole my piece. I did it with the, uh, what they say at the end of the game. This is a, this is not a live show, so we don't have to hit it every time. It's not a live yeah. show? Yeah. yeah no, so. hit it perfectly. Just, no. Although um, this will show up in the post, uh, wrap up the post. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was right. talking about Ready? this. Peace. Mark, uh. what are you fucking doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why, why would I count down if you're not going to oh. do the peace? Three, two, one. Oh, peace. we're both saying peace. You say it with okay, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Are you uh, ready? Hold on. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. I'm ready now. Vocal warm-ups? Yes. Okay. Peace. There we go. And yeah, that's... That, that was perfect. That's the soup. <laughs> Usually him and I are like... Fucking sabbatical. Yeah, we, just, we didn't have it that time. I saw you throwing throwing si- signals at him. Like, I was trying. Like, like, I literally I threw. Yeah. I threw up here. like peace. Yeah, you you did peace? this. I'm like, okay, I'll just say. Oh peace yeah, vagina. After, yeah, after that's what he says you're going for. Like, <laughs> and I'm waiting for you to line me up to say like, we'll see you next time. Mm. After all, peace. after all that couples counseling and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll say peace. Yeah, welcome to this time. You said peace, and I was like. <laughs> oh, I was really hoping. Peace, 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 peace. Yeah, peace.